and welcome to the Opinion Pending Podcast. It's been a while. Hello. I'm Christy. I am Scoop. And, um, well, we completely kind of blanked on everything from before. Yeah, it's been a while. Yeah. It's been a while. But I feel like I need to tell you about this thing that I didn't tell you about yet. It'd be a good way to start off our brains. Okay. So, I have a moral conundrum. Oh, no. A dilemma. Oh no. A problem, if you will. Oh no. Oh god. So, you know that my family, I have a family member who has uh, some eating issues, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So, she has the two nutrition shakes she takes every day. Right. 350 calories each. Because mm-hmm. she is small. Yes. And she kind of needs all of the extra. Right. So, every now and then, I kind of shop around online and see if there's any other types of things that have a lot of calories in them that Mm -hmm. are like small and easy to ingest. Right. And recently, the shakes that we usually get, the Ensure type, were out of stock a lot. Mm-hmm. And so I started looking around for other stuff. And I found this other brand that is the same size, uh, same flavor, pretty much. And it's 530 calories instead of 350. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that's perfect. Right? So long story short, she doesn't want to do it. She's like, I don't like the taste. She built it all up in her head and it was like, this is awful. Mm-hmm. So she's tried it like one and a half times. Right. And she keeps saying, I'm not going to have any more. I'm not going to do it again. I don't like that. So this is the problem. I had an idea and I asked my father about it mm-hmm. and i was like do you think this is a bad thing to do and he said do what you want just don't tell me about it <laughs> so what i did was i took one of the shakes that she usually takes mm-hmm. and i dumped it in a cup and i drank it and i put one of the bigger shakes back into the first container mm-hmm. and i put it back in the fridge and then when it was time for her to drink it i swapped it out yeah and she drank it with no problem at all and when she was done, I was like, you done? She goes, yep. And I took it and I threw it out and she had no complaints about any taste, no complaints about any thickness, nothing. There's no problem with it at all. At least she didn't mention anything wrong with it. Yeah. Because she didn't know it was different. Right. So my question is, <laughs> is this wrong? Because <laughs> my dad was like, it's not wrong to want to help or like to try to help. Right. But I know that it would bug me if someone did something like that. To me, probably, but I, I feel like this is kind of a small swap because it's not like everything's. Yeah. I'm not like making her drink more. Yeah, it's like everything's the same. It's just a different taste, right? And different calories. And she even was arguing with my dad earlier about how it's not about the calories. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, yeah, she said it's well. about the taste and being scared of drinking things. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, if she's really not concerned about the calories, it's just the taste, mm-hmm. and I can prove to her that there's no difference in taste. Well, not enough that she even knows mm-hmm. or can tell. Right. Then if I do this for like two more days mm-hmm. and then tell her at the end that she's had like the gross shake for like the last like three days mm-hmm. straight, which is like six shakes, then maybe I could be like, look, you've been drinking them and didn't even notice. And that would convince her to keep doing them. Or she'll just mm-hmm. get really mad and retaliate against me somehow, which I'm more worried about. Yeah, she'd probably get mad. But because, uh, you know, I have OCD well, as well. I know. And I have some things that really bug me. And she has threatened to do things just to bug me. Mm-hmm. And I don't feel like this is the same because this is something where I'm really not changing a lot. I'm mm-hmm. not making anything significantly different for her. Right. But she's not going to see it that way. She's going to see it as, or she probably would see it as, like, just a betrayal. Mm-hmm. And so she's going to mess something up for me that's, like, completely not equivalent. <laughs> Yeah. Well, I mean, she does. But is it ethical? <laughs> well, 
She doesn't perceive relationships like most people do. She's yeah. She obviously has a lot of issues with trust and different things like that. So even if you're doing all this to help her, she's never going to perceive it that way. It's always going to be some form of attack or how, something on her part or, or something rather. Um, so I don't really see anything wrong with what you're doing, but if you're going to keep doing it, either keep doing it or, or like, you, I mean, you don't have to keep doing it. Like, do it. you mean like if it keeps going that like you shouldn't know about it? Yes. If it keeps going and you want to keep doing it this way to help her, I don't see anything wrong with that. I would say never tell her, though, because it's just like, you know what I mean? <laughs> it's I like, have. Because I don't, because at this point, yeah, it's it's very likely that she just will stop drinking altogether because she can't trust anybody, you know, something stupid like yes. that. So well, I suggest, be, because. It's just hard to do, because like, I have to I literally know. swap them out. But and the, then what do I do with the other ones? Because I'm not going to keep drinking them. They're a lot of calories. Yeah. And then I can't put them in the fridge forever because they actually go bad if they're opened hmm. and so i gotta get rid of the other ones too yeah and then it's like a waste yeah that's money. why i said if you keep going because it is it is a, a strain like a small but i strain, have but it is a strain. idea um, oh okay <laughs> i'll run it by you real quick to see if this is, is a good idea at all i was thinking maybe to kind of get around this <laughs> i could <laughs> that's what that's what my sister said she's like feed it to the cats i'm like no <laughs> just, your cat. oh my gosh why are the cats so because big because that means we'd have to keep buying the other shakes to just yeah. keep up the illusion and it'd be yeah. so expensive yeah um so i had an idea i was like maybe i can convince her to be like listen i want you to do a little experiment with me and if you hate it afterwards i won't make you drink or won't ask you to drink another one of those shakes ever again mm-hmm. right and i was gonna dump it into cup Mm -hmm. like just a little like a little you know swig Mm -hmm. and then have her have one that's insure and one that's the other kind and have her but she doesn't know which is which right Mm -hmm. and have her taste test those and if she can't tell me which one the insure is then she should be open to doing the shake and if not she can tell right away which one it is and i won't bother her anymore if she says she hates it Mm-hmm. But I'm not going to put insure in either one of them. <laughs> I'm going to split it, and they're both going to be the other one. Oh, yeah. Right. So she thinks that one of them is the insure, mm-hmm. but it's not. And so if she decides, well, this one's fine, this one's the normal one, that one's gross, I'll be like, actually, they're the exactly the same thing. And so maybe that would be enough to convince her to be like, oh, well, it's actually not that bad. Because then it's her choosing it herself when I tell her something, but like, yeah, you know. Potentially. That I mean, feels like less deception, <laughs> like yeah. less less yeah. um invasive. Yeah, I mean you can do whatever you want. I was just like, yeah. I know you don't see a lot of hope in the situation. It's, it's not that. It's but... that people keep trying to apply logic and reason to somebody who is not logical or reasonable, and you you know you can keep jumping through hoops, but yeah. I guess I just think that maybe if she experiences it directly herself, like she made a decision mm-hmm. and decided it was this way based on her own perception of it mm-hmm. and then is told well these are the exact same maybe it's enough to jolt her into believing it mm-hmm. because she's the one that decided it yeah rather than me just switching stuff around and being like haha you know um but i feel icky and i get really anxious when i feel like when i think about having to tell her i get really anxious mm-hmm. i get all like fluttery in my stomach like i'm afraid she's gonna do something to me or like right. well not like that um, sounds bad like i'm not yeah, gonna, you know, yeah. gonna get murdered right but like I, I think she's gonna use my weaknesses against me that also sounds bad sounds like we're working with with like dr doom or something well <laughs> she's she's not exactly not vindictive yeah yes, yes. Um, she's kind of a 
She's someone who is a grudge holder. Yeah. So. Which I'm surprised how deep that goes. Like she yeah, it goes holds, back she, to childhood. Yeah, how old is she? She's like... The 69. 69, and she holds grudges when she was like 12. She brings stuff up from when they were teenagers, yeah. Yeah, that's impressive. I mean, that's the problem. She's got really ironclad will, but it's always for like the wrong direction. Yeah. That's my problem, too. I can get real determined to do something if I want to do it, but it's generally pointed in the wrong, like, mm-hmm. like anti-progress. Yeah, I think that's most people. Maybe. I don't know why. It's easier. It's not that easy. You still have to really, really stay committed to doing the wrong thing. <laughs> yeah, but difference is you want one, and then you want one, but you don't want to want, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. It's like, I want to get super buff and ripped, but that takes time and effort. <laughs> So, yes, I want it, but... <laughs> but that's uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I've asked, like, a few people. They've all... None of them have told me it's wrong yet. Not explicitly, at least. It's... I mean, I don't... Is this, like, a moral gray? I don't really see how... Because you know how, like, black and white I feel on things a lot of times? Mm-hmm. Like, that's just my moral makeup is, like, I have very instant reactions for most things. Mm-hmm. And I feel like this is, like, straddling the line, and so it's making me nervous because I can't quantify if it's good or bad and it makes me uncomfortable you know moral foundations i I can't do it yes it's you're technically lying but like i like it's the same thing you gave her the same thing it's a lie isn't it kind you're like it's a deception you're like here i shall give you one grape but in fact there was two grapes (laughs) (laughs) it's like a it's uh, like I was going to give you a seeded grape, but it's seedless, huh? It's that Spongebob thing where the guy asks him to get ice, and he puts one cube of ice in there, and he's laughing, and the guy's freaking out because he's like, what did you put on my tree? <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. Yeah, it was just one ice cube. <laughs> yeah, I, I think the problem isn't so much what it is, it's the principle behind it. Because I don't want to be someone that she like, finds untrustworthy. Right. I don't want to be like, you know. Right. I would never do anything that would like actually harm her. Like I wouldn't do something big. I feel like I only did this because it it was very like small. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't do it if it was something like huge difference. Right. I like I said. I don't. I don't really think there's anything wrong with you doing. It's basically like kid games. I don't like. You know what I mean. <laughs> but yeah. But at the same time, I would be very careful about how you present it to her because, like I said, she is fairly unreasonable and fairly unstable and. It probably won't go over in any logical form that we can perceive. Yeah, I suppose I'm assuming, yeah, it's like trying to determine the outcome of someone who's really unpredictable. Yeah, right. Well, anyway, that's all. I'm still uncomfortable. Yeah, I figured you wouldn't be. Um, How does this tie into our, our neglected series? I'm sorry, Height. <laughs> I loved you. And I have let you down. Oh, well, we can get back to it. I just gotta reread the couple chapters and then redo it because I'm like so... I don't even know what happened. I know I didn't feel good for a little while. Mm-hmm. And then I don't know what else got in the way. Some, some but we're not gonna let the podcast die. We're gonna keep it... I think we still have some in the chamber. I don't know if you want to scrap them all, but... Um, I might just... Uh, I'll try to look through it and see. But I do think it would be probably beneficial to just kind of reread mm-hmm. the first like three chapters and then like do a recording like immediately like the next day mm-hmm. so that we actually have it all fresh because i don't even remember what i said yeah i do have a few ideas for videos that i think would be fun to do that i should get on because hey. for videos yeah because like youtube videos yeah i started watching like 
I don't know. Like, we get a lot of, like, news, and news is never good. Well, I sent you some good news. But... Yeah, it was good. But, uh, I don't know. I just, I, like, I don't know. I found this, like, lately I've been, like, very interested in learning about, like, I don't know. I just, I latch on to weird things. Like, the spotted hyena thing. Oh, yeah. And how, like. You seem to like stuff that's, like, um, in nature. Like, because yeah. you would talk about that, and you were talking about those, those I, birds. I just, I just think it's fascinating how, like. Like, adaptation. Yeah, I don't remember. It's. It's called like I don't know. It's another word for like fast, but it's like it's like really fast evolution or Macro? whatever. Something I don't know, but it, there's a word where like it basically there's creatures, there's like different animals that can um adapt really fast to situations, and one of them was the uh, I think it was like like cliff swallow or something rather. Yeah. And they started yeah they started like building their nests on um like overpasses and near cars and stuff, and so a lot of them were getting hit by cars because they're around cars a lot. And then the population kept getting bigger, but the deaths start going down. So people are like, oh, that's kind of weird. So they start like looking at the birds and they notice that their their wingspan was shortening really fast because it makes them more aerodynamic and they can move faster and they can dodge cars easier. And I just thought that was kind of neat is that nature sees something and nature goes, oh, there's a problem. And then nature tries to fix it. Sometimes it doesn't always go well, but <laughs> you know what I mean? But I don't know. I just thought it was yeah. neat. Well, is that like a thing of nature fixing it or is it just like... As a consequence of so many cars being in the world, mm-hmm. that it just killed off the long-winged birds a lot faster. Well, because, no, it's not know, like you know. Because then there's only the birds left with the smaller wingspans, and they're probably gonna mm-hmm. pass that on genetically. So the other ones are gonna be more likely to be shorter because their parents have shorter wings. Yeah. And then all the big guys just get hit by cars a lot because they're big. Yeah. And then they're just gone. You know, it's, it's just like a fast reduction from the gene pool. I mean, pretty much. Yeah, it's kind of like in Michigan, because we have brown squirrels, but now all you see in well, our part of the world, you see a lot of black squirrels. And mm-hmm. that just kind of, because it used to be, they used to be really rare, but now I think it's pretty mixed. Like, every other squirrel like I see running around is black, so it's like... Yeah, that's so interesting, because it's like you learn about those processes and like how things adapt, but most of the time, that just seems like it takes quite a while. For you to see like changes, and so it's, it's kind of cool that there are things that can happen pretty quickly. Right. I kind of wonder, like, because there's a bunch of different species that only have like a few living creatures left. Mm-hmm. Like, there's one turtle or something that only had there's like one or two left or something. Mm-hmm. And I saw that it had just laid eggs on a beach. Oh. And so they were like, "Oh, good," you know, because like, but I'm like, "Oh man, I wonder what the variation of those turtles." had been before it all came down to this one because it seems like you lose so much there probably could have been lots of crazy colors and you just never get to see them again because it was never passed on to that particular one that's like the sole survivor and so yeah so it's like when we have endangered species and they find a couple and they have a mate and stuff and they get more it's like yeah technically we're saving the species but it's probably nothing like it could have been it's probably never going to be the same as it was because we have to deal with like the or not deal with mm-hmm. but we get we only get to experience like the offspring of the last available yeah so it's kind of sad but also good at the same time i, guess, I think i don't know what you mean <laughs> well it's like it's like if you had elephants right mm-hmm. if there was like a certain type of elephant that was around that was like a lot smaller like mm-hmm. maybe horse sized if those were around but then elephants started going extinct right they were all going extinct extinct except for these horse-sized ones because those were a lot easier to deal with because they're, like, more Mm people-sized, you know. Then at the end of a bunch of years, after all the big elephants died out and all we had was, like, a couple of these horse-sized elephants left. Mm -hmm. Still elephants, 
Right. But then we get them to mate and they produce other smaller elephants. Right. And so it's like, we have elephants again. They're not endangered anymore, but we're never going to see like the full range of like the, the elephants mammoth. anymore because they used to be huge. I don't even know. It, yeah. And then in like a hundred years, people are like, you know how huge elephants used to be? They used to be huge, but we'll never see that again. And it's, so it's like good because you are technically preserving the species, mm-hmm. but like you're just you're losing a that, massive amount. Of, small like subsect of. Yeah. Yeah. Because you only have like two or three animals that you're pulling that from to continue on so you lose like the whole picture yeah it's like save the pandas and save the polar bears it's not like the earth has a shortage of fucking bears you know what i mean (laughs) but it's but i guess technically if they're like the last ones left they're probably the more best suited for survival anyway so you're probably getting like the strongest version of it that are reproducing but i don't know it would just be kind of sad to never see like a huge elephant again yeah i get you so i guess you could see it in a good way or a bad way yeah, good talk. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you think that uh, the stuff about nature intrigues you so much? Do you like when you think about the stuff, the hyenas and the birds and stuff? Do you like what it, does it make you wonder about that kind of thing in different situations or something? Like with people? Yeah. Well, like no. Make you wonder what would happen if the same thing was happening. Not tell you what, what it was. Is that? Well, I don't. I I don't believe in six day creationism anymore. Okay. And so you're safe here, <laughs> at so, least in well, this room. Well, so what happened was is that I was always like, oh, everything's just the way it is. Like God just, you know, decided to make spotted hyenas have a like sixty percent infant mortality rate. It's like, oh, that's even not nice. <laughs> but then I was like, but then after. You know, I changed a bit, and I started actually, um, like, reading into this stuff. I was like, oh, that's actually kind of interesting, because, like, I always thought that it was just a god, like, picking and choosing. But if you actually look at it, it's just these are natural processes and evolution trying to keep up with the changes of life and the different things that are happening. Like, it makes mistakes. So it's like, that's kind of interesting, because in the, in the, it just makes more sense to me. Because, like, in the spotted hyena thing, it's like the women, because it's they fight for their food a lot they have a lot of high testosterone because you need high testosterone if you're going to be fighting a lot so that's conducive to that but what it's not conducive is like birthing kids so it's like the the uh the adaptive processes are trying to help them in one area but screwing them over in another area right and i think that's fascinating that's something like that can happen yeah i guess the only well, I don't know if we have good examples of stuff like that in people. Oh, sure we do. I mean, we have a lot of like things that don't um, like. Like why? Why is the appendix there? It seems like it only yeah. wants to kill people. It's like the big <laughs> one that goes. I think one of the weird ones is that our eating tube and our breathing tube are the same tube. Yeah. <laughs> you get your your nose and throat specialists because they're all connected. And well, I guess technically your eyes are connected with your tear ducts too. Right. So you can get real messed up just by blocking one. That's yeah. fine. <laughs> And another one is like our sugar. Like sugar is like very sweet, and it's like like in the wild, it's really rare. So you want it, and it's like a treat. But now that we live in a society of abundance, that's not really a good adaptation because we don't want to be, we don't want to have those receptors go off for sweets in abundance because an abundance of sugar is not good for you, like stuff like that. Um. So in the wild, it's good because sugar is great in the wild because it's hard to get and it's full of calories, nutrients, and yada yada yada. But if you have too much of it, then you're like, well, great, now I'm a Fat guy. <laughs> now I'm a redditor. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> so mean. 
I'm a Redditor, by the way, so you know. You know. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I am one of them. I am, a, I am allowed to I am this. one of you. Yeah, I don't even get out of this room unless Christy rolls me out. <laughs> <laughs> you haven't been here for like two months. <laughs> what are you talking about? More gravy, ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> Please. Uh, tips for Dora. <laughs> I don't know. I've just recently been learning about some stuff and it's like, not like super, like I don't dive too deep into the stuff. I, I just like, you know, cursory glances. I'm like, oh, that's kind of neat. And that just kind of goes in my memory bank so I can. Do you know what's interesting? Back. Even if you believe in like the story of Noah's Ark, right? They grabbed, went and grabbed two of everything, right? Even that is like begs the question. Well, like, what kind of stuff did we lose from that? Because you grabbed two of these things. It's like, because uh, because you know, there's like, but well, I mean, if you're gonna do that, you can't really take anything today as an example because they would technically be descended from that, like dogs, right? Yeah. Well, dogs is a better example because if you start out with two dogs, it like makes a big difference. What kind of breed you grab, <laughs> and if you only have one of each, then you've wiped out everything else. So I'm like, what kind of stuff got wiped out, man? I hope they picked the most interesting version of everything, if that even happened. Remember that joke in Fantasia, where Donald Duck is taking stock of all the animals coming into the ark, and then he's like, marking them down, and then two ducks pass, and he's like, wait a second. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember that, but He's like, oh, I'm a duck. <laughs> One of you's gotta go. <laughs> he's like, oh, no. <laughs> what about Daisy? Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, sorry, that was, yes. Yeah, I see what you mean. I was just, I had a weird memory. But I'm, like, still iffy on, like, the the literalism of Flood and, the, and like, your Tower of Babel and stuff like that. Well, it was annoying because I started read, I started watching um, the Answers in Genesis people. Mm-hmm. What they do is they take the science that shows up and then they poke holes in it. And they go, this is wrong, this is wrong, this isn't even true. You can't trust this person for this per- for this reason. And then it gets to them and they go... Why are we right? Oh, because the Bible says so. I'm like, I'm here for your scientific reasoning on why yeah, the Bible says that be, and you can back it up. Isn't it supposed to be like, I don't, I don't know for sure, but isn't the organization supposed to be like based in like apologetics? Mm-hmm. So it's supposed to be the point is to persuade others that don't already believe. Mm-hmm. And so you're not going to do that by like not providing anything external to support anything. You know, so like what you're just not even really doing what your mission is supposed to be, I guess. Well, yeah, because like science isn't like a cure all, but it's it's supposed to be a tool. You take it and you build models that help people. Yeah. Right. And so like, I don't know if you it's like you got like a town and like it has really high like accident rates or something so you're like okay we need to make a model we gotta figure out like what is happening in most of these cases why is it happening like differently so you can narrow it down so you'd be like okay well it turns out that people who have this sort of whatever whatever on like or this tire in this environment isn't conducive for stopping so that's why most people are getting a crash so we're gonna stop doing that like it's supposed to create models to help you to help people in their everyday life to get more informed so they can make better decisions based on their own personal like situation life this that i think but the way i don't like it that they're doing it is that they go well i don't like your model your model has all like this problem and this problem and this problem therefore i'm right it's like that's not how it works it's like you need to present a model like present your own model of why it works this way you know what i mean it's like, I have no problem. If someone tomorrow says, I have 100% evidence that, like, all of this is real and this is why, and it's fairly convincing, I have no problem 
Like, yeah, that would be great. Yeah, it'd be great. <laughs> the only problem is it's not showing up. <laughs> it's like it's not showing up. So people keep having to do these. Not necessarily. They're not necessarily lying, but they're not. They're not servicing people well. You know, it's yeah, just because yeah. it's better to just go. I I believe this. I don't like. I don't have a hundred percent, a hundred percent concrete proof and evidence of why I do. I just do, and I don't know. Like that's fine. You can say that, but don't lie. <laughs> you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, that's like the problem that most of us have is that we look at something, and when you try to convince someone else of something, you look at whatever is available, and you're more inclined to the parts of it that fit what you're trying to say. Mm-hmm. And that will convince someone else that what you're saying is true. And it's, you're not as, you know, receptive to evidence that seems like it's in the middle or might right. go the other way. Yeah. And so you're just automatically drawn to what confirms your belief. Yeah. And so obviously if you're in the state where you're like, well, my purpose is to tell people this thing because I'm saving them from everlasting peril, mm-hmm. then... You're going to be like a lot, probably a lot more inclined to the things that only support what you think to be true already. And so it's kind of just, so I don't know if it's always from a bad place, mm-hmm. but it doesn't mean it's good. Yeah. It's, it, yeah. Like, I, I feel like if you really, like, you don't need to defend God so much if he's there. Like, it's not your job. Right. And you shouldn't be afraid of people discovering things about nature and presenting that because if God is real, Mm-hmm. And if he is orchestrating everything, then it's not going to be a problem. Right. Yeah. Because it's from his own creation. So it's not going to be like, it's not going to cancel him. He's not going to get canceled yeah. by everything that he created. So yeah, it's like they have like this sledgehammer. They're just waiting to pound everything down. And it's like for the sake of truth. Mm-hmm. Well, you're not really even letting people consider anything else. Mm-hmm. And I think that's well, just dangerous. On top of that, it's also like, like we have a tendency to be tribal so like you can a pick tendency. up yeah well you can pick up like a christian book and it says it's a christian book and so you just kind of like take it as truthful yeah but like we saw that like a few weeks ago where we got recommended that book and we started reading through it and we're like this is kind of trash <laughs> like this isn't very good at all someone made a point that said that like god doesn't if god is real he doesn't speak to people directly he does it through like pastors and leaders and so because of that we need to hold people to a high standard of scrutiny because it's not coming directly from god it's coming from people Mm -hmm. and people can lie and people can twist words or not understand something or whatever and so it's good to not only just go oh because they have the label of christian they're a hundred percent you know good to listen to and honest and this that the other thing it's because they're acting as a conduit for god that you need to hold them to a high level of scrutiny because of what they're saying. It's literally, if God exists, God of the universe is talking through this person. Yeah, they should or be maybe at the not, highest, right? highest levels of, yeah. well, not even just scrutiny, but it's like the highest level of responsibility Yeah, because you have like, you know, yeah. the most sensitive information. It's like if any high level government official had access to something mm-hmm. really important, like, you know, nuclear codes or something. Mm-hmm. Then you hold that person to a really high standard of safety and Mm -hmm. confidentiality and Mm -hmm. care with the stuff that they have. It's kind of like why a lot of patents in medicine and stuff take so long to, to like get out because it's like, this is going, this is going to affect people. This is going to be in people's bodies and they're going to be part of treatment plans. People are going to literally take this thing that you have created and consume it. (laughs) Like we need to know it's okay. And yes, it sucks that 
you know, things can drag their feet and this, that, and the other thing, and money is involved. But, like, it's, we treat it with, um, we treat it seriously because it is serious, right? Yeah. And, you know, like well, it's, that's it's just It's warranted. Example. It makes sense to yeah. keep that as, like, a very high level of care. Right. Because, like, one little slip up, if you, you decide you're not going to be diligent in one step of the process, mm-hmm. you kill a lot, like, a lot of people. Yeah. So it's, like, the same thing if you're, like, a religious leader, especially in stuff like, I feel like in Islam and stuff, mm-hmm. because when you have stuff in there, well, you have to, in, I guess in any major religion, um, you have to be really, like, mindful of how people are presenting it, because it can go, like, you know, there's pastors like, um, was it Greg Locke or something? I don't know. Kenneth Copeland? I do those guys? Yeah. Where they, like, they're not just bad <laughs> with what they're saying, but they're encouraging others to do bad Right. And so, like, I don't remember if you saw the clip that I showed before. It was a church called Steadfast. And the pastor went on a whole rant about gay people and how it would be good if, you know, a truck ran through one of those pride parades instead of, like, a Fourth of July parade. And he said he would be really happy if that happened because, you know, it would wipe out a bunch of people that were sinning and it do worse than regular sin. It's extra bad sin. And there's people like that that have established churches and they say that kind of stuff. And that's completely, like, anyone who actually knows the Bible knows that that is not an attitude that is right in mm-hmm. the first place. Right. And so, wherever he's getting that, it's wrong. But he's the head of a church. Right. And he gets views. So, you don't even know if he's sincere or not. Yeah. And so, that's why people, I, that's why sometimes I'm conflicted about deplatforming. Mm-hmm. Because sometimes I, underst- I understand that people do dangerous things, right? And they say stuff like that. And that's not good thing to do that's gonna inspire people who probably already hate gay people to be like well this guy says this guy's a preacher and he believes the bible and that means that you know there's nothing actually wrong with killing this guy because well, I he's mean, gay you know because he's already advocating for them to be run over if by it's somebody like a call to violence then yeah it's that's not really of... a call to violence it's like if violence happens yeah that's a good thing you know it's not like saying go out and do it but it's like if it were to happen and a bunch of these guys died then the old that ba- would be Bausch good technique <laughs> well, I never said violence. Who said anything about violence? I just said be armed and ready when the horrible satanic Republicans yeah, come for you. I didn't say kill them. <laughs> right. It's like you're you're painting the room, but you're not technically saying what color it is. It's like, yeah, I painted it. I'm painting the picture for you, but I didn't name the colors. I didn't. It's just they're there. I didn't say them, you know. In Minecraft. <laughs> <laughs> And so it's like stuff like that. Like, I understand that people wouldn't want those people to be heard. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, they're still speaking. So if I cancel somebody off of something, they're not going to stop. And especially in this day and age with the whole right wing um, idea that, like, you know, there's a talking point about the rights being canceled and the Mm -hmm. right keeps getting censored on all platforms and we can't talk about anything to keep removing us, you know, Mm -hmm. with that kind of like a mainstream thing now. I think anytime you try something like that, it's going to make it worse because they're just going to use that as fuel for, like, this is why we're right. They're trying to shut us up. Hey, there are some, like, untouchables. I mean, it or, it excuse me, there are, there are people who are, like, the right, well, I'm going to say, like, the moderate, right? It's not so crazy that they're going to defend everybody. Like, I doubt they defend somebody like that. Um, no, I'm not talking about moderates, though. I'm talking yeah. about, like... Oh, yeah, crazy people more, are going to do what crazy people are going to do. But there is, uh, I feel like, a lot of the mainstream right falls it overlaps a lot now mm-hmm. more than it used to which is concerning uh and also the ma- the mainstream left is kind of wacky now too it's getting more accepted to be kind of 
wacky with like you know right yeah so it's becoming increasingly hard to be in the middle it's that whole thing where people are like oh you're in the middle so you don't care about anything or you don't have an opinion on anything it's like no sitch always puts we that thing on twitter God and tried to replace him with politics sitch always posts this thing every time someone does that thing about the centrist um he posts the comic because someone will post the comic of the guy standing in between the two groups there's the kkk on one side and then there's like other group of people over here i don't remember what they are but the kkk's got a we hate or we want to kill black people or whatever and then the other side is um we don't like racists or something like that and then the guys in the middle are like can we compromise <laughs> right which is a dumb argument because that's not what people are trying to say and so he every time he sees that he responds to it and it's the one side's like kill all black people and the other one's like kill all communists and the guys in the middle saying you're both crazy <laughs> he's like this is the reality the other one's not no one's saying oh let's compromise they want to kill people let's compromise well people though i don't even know why we break into different groups anyway we have different faiths. Yeah, we do, like That's obviously it. we just look a little. <laughs> there's little differences in color and and shape and things, but like you're still all people, so I don't understand. Tribalism made us all split apart, and then we all decided to stay that way. Yeah, well, we've decided. <laughs> I guess we decided that cultural differences are so significant that it warrants not mixing with other cultural differences because that's just like an offense to something somewhere. Definitely be interesting to see the kind of culture that comes out. Yeah, I mean, it would be, well, I mean, some, it would be really hard. <laughs> Even if one side is willing, some, some sides just won't. I mean, I don't know if that's entirely true. I think you could, like, because I think people do it on, people mix on, um, unconsciously, I think. Because, you know, if you're a kid in school, you're not thinking, like, like, I don't want to mix with this kid. You're just hanging out with this kid, and you're either like, oh, he's cool, or he's kind of lame, so I, and then subconsciously, you're gonna act more like him, or you're gonna pick up traits that he has, or if he's lame, you're gonna kind of stay away from those traits, or something. You know, it's, I think it's just, I don't, I don't think it's as, um, clear-cut as just, oh, I don't like them, I'm not gonna do anything. I think we just pick up things that work and things that don't work, like, un- unconsciously. It kind of ties back into my cup thing Your cup. you take an anti-semite and you give him a jew and another jew but he doesn't know they're both jews oh yeah <laughs> he has no indication that anybody's a jew right and he hangs out with them for like a month mm-hmm. and then finds out oh they're both jews and you'd be like right. does this change your experience right. I mean, it's or do you decide like, that you've just been lied to and that's enough to make you angry and continue on and like you were tricked into liking somebody yeah. you know or it's like i don't know like I don't know, some guy owns a shop and it has a high population of like a Jewish culture. Mm-hmm. And so like he gets robbed by mostly Jews. So his brain goes, ah, Jew bad. He goes, no, <laughs> you just happen to live in an area where there's a lot of Jewish people. That doesn't mean they're all, you know, bad or something. You know what I mean? Right. So it's just, it really just depends. Like, yeah, that's why it's, it's, you got to be careful about being tribal or, or just like knee jerk reactions. You have to like, no one's a monolith. Everyone's different. Like some people are good. Some people are bad. Some people are black. Some people are white. Some people are, you know, whatever. It's like, everyone's fucking different. Everyone has different backgrounds. Everyone has different skills and sets and beliefs and yada, yada, yada. And so but you said Skittles. I was like a good analogy. We're all Skittles. Did he have like Skittles was being sued? I think it was Skittles. Like they have something in their product that they were supposed to take out like, like three years ago and they didn't. So they're being sued. I think it was Skittles. I didn't know that. Remember, did you see their thing they did for um Pride? Uh, <laughs> you mean the company that is known for selling multicolored they, <laughs> snacks? They were selling um <laughs> now in rainbow. It was always in rainbow. <laughs> they, I know. But to be different, they took all the color off of them. Oh. 
So they made them all exactly the same to show solidarity, right? Mm. So they were all white. Oh. And then when they were on the shelves, the tags were like white pride Skittles. And it didn't uh. end up going very well. <laughs> <laughs> they combined all the colors to make white. Because, you know, white is all the colors and black is no color. So their marketing department must be like an 80-year-old man just out of touch. <laughs> I <laughs> guess I they thought know. that... I think it was just an unfortunate oversight of like yeah. the, the tag issue. Like how it was put on the wall. Yeah, It's like how Amazon is releasing the... The rings of power on Tolkien's birthday. Uh, and the funny, it's like, at no point did they go, we're doing this in remembrance of him. So it's like, so either you forgot <laughs> or you're being dicks. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, think, I think a lot of times people are well-meaning. It's just tone deaf. Yeah. It's like they don't realize they're not on the right note here. But, they're trying to sing, man. <laughs> it's a little flat. Comes off a little flat. <sighs> Anyway, we have to reread our chapters yes. and do a re-recording because I literally don't remember when I don't think I can go on to the next chapters if I don't remember anything. So sorry for the delay. We're back on it. Yep. Hopefully you tune back in. <laughs> All two of you. I, I want love our German you. listener to come back. I miss you, sir. Come back. <laughs> sir or madam. Sir or madam. Or, you know, whatever else, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever you are, come listen to us if you have ears. Okay. Goodbye. You can tell we're rusty here. Talk to you later. Bye. Bye.